0: By refunding her, you're able to close that door and just not have to think about this anymore and walk away, which is itself worth a lot of money and sometimes worth more money than trying to fight someone. Welcome to season five of the Coach Pony podcast. And we are here to help you get paid to coach. And sometimes to move forward, you just need your questions answered. In this Bridgerton-themed season of the podcast, join me and date coach Bobby Palmer as we answer your burning questions about your coaching business so you get more clients. After building six- and seven-figure businesses of our own, we've learned a few things. So with that, let's get down to business. Dearest Coach Pony, My client had a few private coaching sessions with me and is now requesting a refund. We agreed that there would be no refunds after this point in our work together. What should I do? Sincerely, Lord Ponytown. Welcome, everyone, to this latest season of the Coach Pony podcast where we have a Bridgerton theme because I am a dork and it's going to be awesome. So please strap in as we have high tea with Bobby from datelikeagrownup.com and answer your burning coaching business questions. And I personally can't wait because today is a tricky one about refunds. And so Bobby and I both have a lot of thoughts, but we're going to just dive in with our advice, insight, and food for thought for you, as well as a little bit of homework. So if you love action, stick around.
1: So Bobby, what's your hot take? What would you do in this situation? Mm, what I would do is I would refer back to your contract and see what in writing that she agreed to, she or he, uh, that you both agreed to. And initially, I would write back to the client with the verbiage from your contract and ask them to honor the contract, remind them what the contract says, ask them to honor it, and that you have done the same. That's what I would initially do. And then I think, Christy, you go ahead and go to the yeah, but part, would you?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I, I have. I have words. I would respond exactly like Bobby in the beginning because I have a really strong like Bobby. We both are very focused on being fair. And then if we both, you know, if you agree to something and I agree to something, then you should honor that agreement. And so I have a strong sense of justice that way. So my first response is always to go back to what was the agreement then of course i would pause when uh, i got over that because if this is private coaching this person said private coaching and we'll talk about group in a second um then this means if they want to refund they don't want to work with you anymore and private coaching is a really personal experience and i'd probably pause and ask myself like oh do i really want to work with this person who doesn't want to work with me that's not necessarily going to be pleasant and so that would reorder my thinking so in my case i'd look at what the contract says If I didn't have a clause for this, I probably wouldn't fully refund their unused things because they did agree to pay me in full, but I would probably offer them something in response. You know, some of the sessions I'd refund, I might charge an admin fee and then give them the remainder, or I might just split the remaining sessions and say, you can have half of it back for that because we did have an agreement for the full fee, something along those lines. Um, You know, again, it depends on what's in the contract and how I'm feeling. Ultimately, after I got over myself, I probably would (laughs) I probably would offer them a refund because in this case, it was private coaching. So, Bobby, what
1: else? What's really important, I mean, you want to be an integrity, both yourself and your clients to be an integrity and honor a contract. And if you don't have this written in your contract, by the way, very specifically what your rules are, uh, for instance, in my contracts, I actually, in my private coaching contracts, I actually write that if they don't complete all their sessions by a certain time, and you have to make sure you have that in there, right? So they don't call you two years later for coaching that the used sessions will be billed at a particular rate which is quite high. Ultimately, I think what is most important is how we live our lives and how happy we are in our business. And sometimes it's not going to serve you to fight, so to speak, with a client. Yes, you want to have that contract. And yes, you want people to hold to the contract. But sometimes like Christie's, Example, you don't want to work with somebody who doesn't want to work with you. It just, it, it can't be pleasant, but also it just can't be productive. And then sometimes there's just situations in people's lives that really, truly get in the way. You have to trust that they're telling you the truth, but sometimes there's illness. Sometimes there's moving, sometimes, you know, there's all different kinds of losing a job and ultimately. You need to find balance, and it's not easy, is it, Christy? I mean, sometimes it's a really easy decision, and sometimes it's a tough—it's a tough one.
0: Yeah, and there's no right answer. It's what's right for you, um, and what feels good for you in terms of how you're showing up as a coach and as a business owner, and that's going to be different for all of us.
1: Tea time, milady. It's time to spill the tea.
0: So, Bobby. I want you to talk to us a little bit about something that happened with you in group coaching. Because something specific happened to you, mm-hmm. and you're a very experienced coach. Oh, yes. And I think it's important for us to talk about, you know, whether you're a new coach or experienced coach, refund situations arise at all different times of your business, and it's not something to get upset about. Sometimes, though, sometimes it is. So, Bobby, please tell us the story.
1: Uh, I do want to preface it by saying, with private coaching, I've in 14 years. Um, I've had one client ask for a refund, so I think that can be attributed to you know. Of course, I'm a fabulous coach, so good, but also because I do a really good intake process.
0: Your humbleness is what really do I am. You
1: do. I am very, <laughs> very <laughs> I'm a very humble, really good coach.
0: But that uh, is a good point. Your intake process means you choose yeah. good clients who are really going to resonate with you and get the results that
1: they want, which is really important as a private coach. But carry on. I launched a group coaching program and the price point was $4,000 and higher depending on when they signed up so um one day after a particular woman joined um you know I do coaching for women right on dating so she joined you know monday and tuesday she asked for a refund and the reason was she had found another coach that had a $200 program that she felt was better for me because she didn't want to spend the money on my program so For me, it was an instant, okay, I'm going to give her a refund. Number one, I hadn't delivered any services to her. Number two, she was obviously looking for a quick fix. She thought a $200 program that was like, you know, three telecalls was going to be the same as my six-month small group coaching program. So that wasn't somebody that was going to do any good being in in our group, right? Because she was going to look for something really quick and really cheap. So I said, sure, here's your money back. I love
0: this story and I just want to say I often have a secret cold feet refund policy whereas if someone asks for a refund the same day or the next day, I'm going to give it to them because they got cold feet. It happens to all of us. Usually I have done, you know, it's only automated things have happened at that point. Um, And so like I get that and, you know, even if the person isn't a good fit for you, even if they are whatever, sometimes it's okay to just have that internal. (laughs) It was a secret policy on our company for a long time. We didn't talk about it, but we just
1: did it. Carry on, Bobby. Yeah. When I sold encyclopedias door to door, we gave him 48 hours. <laughs> oh, the memories. Yeah. Fast forward a month. So the program's been open for a month. And again, this is a six month program. And there's been a woman who all along has been really pushing back on, on <laughs> so much of like so many details of the program. And so I... Sense that she was really unhappy. I don't wait for a client to come to me and tell me why. I'm going to reach out to them. So I reach out to her. I have a phone conversation with her. And essentially it goes, this program isn't for me. This isn't what I need. This isn't what I want. I want my money back. So I say to her, do you feel like I'm not delivering what I promised? And she said, well, I don't really know. I didn't really read your sales page. I just like you so much. And I just saw you had a program. So I joined. So the situation is she wants her money back because she made a mistake because she didn't do her due diligence. Uh, we had weekly sessions. She was disrupting the sessions. Um, and she told me basically, if I was not going to give her her money back, she was going to continue to show up and disrupt the sessions Wow! by requesting what she wanted, which was not what was identified as, you know, the, proce- the process of the program. So wow. that would have made me so angry. To be really honest, and I shouldn't say this, I should not say this, but after a couple phone calls with her and a month with her in the system, in the program, I I didn't like her. It's so rare, so incredibly rare, that I have somebody that I just can't, I just don't respect her, and she was really irresponsible. So I wrote her and back. She, she's emailing me really long emails. You know what's wrong and how I'm doing this and not doing that. And she needs this and not that. And she wants all her money back. We're talking about $4,200. I write her back and I say, look, you joined a program that had a clear guarantee that said when you do the work and if it doesn't help you, I will give you your money back 100%, no questions asked. And it's a month in and that's not our deal. That's not our agreement. And the fact that you didn't read my sales page and just jumped in and made the investment, I need you to take some responsibility for that. That's your responsibility, not mine. It was really upsetting me, you know, because you were on the phone, you were on with me once a week with me going, What do I do with this woman? Yeah, it
0: upsets me just to hear it again. Yeah. Even she, now.
1: She wrote me long emails um that were nasty, that were nasty and threatening and blah, blah, blah. And I just kept pushing back saying, I'm sorry, you, you need to take some responsibility. This is going to spill over to your dating. When you make mistakes, you need to take responsibility. And when you're in a relate, and I was trying to teach her something when you're in a relationship, it's really important that you're able to acknowledge when you make a mistake and you've made a mistake here. And she, um, she went by it. So eventually I did give her the refund and, even when I offered her half of it, she still argued back with me. And and I wasn't afraid of her asking for a charge back with my credit card company because I've been in business so many years. I've had like two refund requests. I felt like I wanted to teach her something, Christy, and I couldn't. It just wasn't there. I want to underscore to everyone, this
0: situation can crop up in group coaching. You're not necessarily always going to talk to everyone before Mm -hmm. a group coaching program. You're going to rely on your marketing materials and your emails and your enrollment or sales page to help people qualify themselves. And you're hoping they're going to do their due diligence and Mm -hmm. understand what they're signing up for. This could be a possibility. This can happen to almost any coach if you get someone who's not paying attention and they sign up um, and then participate for a while and then change
1: their minds. It's really frustrating. Yeah to be honest, I have some regrets. Um, I do. I have some regrets. So you fully refunded her. I fully refunded her. Okay. And so what are your regrets? Tell us that. Number one, $4,200. I have 4,200 regrets. I mean, to be honest, it's a lot of freaking money. But number two, that she was in the wrong. And there's such thing as... You know, personal responsibility and there's such thing as being in integrity with business that you do. And she just wasn't. Oh, but when I really do get down to, you know, the bottom line, it was really affecting my day-to-day life because I was getting these horrible emails from her and and I know I made the right decision. <laughs> you know, like I have my regrets, but when I think about it, because you made me think about it again. I know I made the right decision because I let, I was able to let it go. I like that. I think two things. One is
0: a business person I know of a long time ago said refunds will make you angry. I was like, really what? And he's right. He was right. They do. And it's just hard. Um, Cause it feels, it feels really personal as a coach, especially because it's you, they're buying you. And so if they want a refund, that means that they weren't happy with you. And it's hard enough to take that personally. Um, but also By making you angry, it can really impact your life and your lifestyle and your work. And just, you know, you can stew on it and that can be a really bad thing. So it sounds like by refunding her, you're able to close that door and just not have to think about this anymore and walk away, which is itself worth
1: a lot of money and sometimes worth more money than trying to fight someone, right? Those two examples, I think are really good examples. I don't feel bad about the earlier one at all. And other than she's not for 200 bucks, she's not going to get what she needed. I can guarantee you that and I feel sad about that cuz this is my last group coaching I'm offering ever. You want to feel ultimately like this isn't impacting your business
0: in a negative way and it's it, you can, you know, as, as long as you make a decision that works for you, that's what's yeah. important here because you guys you're the dictator and CEO of your businesses. So ultimately you can decide <laughs> what's what you're going to what you're going to do with your clients.
1: Some coaches are really okay and comfortable with the idea that you know it's very black and white to them whatever the contract says i'm going to hold you to it period end of sentence and that's okay i mean we're not saying that oh no you have to you know you have to be like us but you have to decide you have to decide what works best for you in business and in your life and if that's what you choose to do then do that but don't do that and then have second thoughts and regrets about it all the time if you find yourself doing that then give it thought like you said, Christy, like your first, your first thought is, screw you, I want my money. I mean, let's be honest, that's your first thought, right? It feels icky, I want my money, but then you step back before you do take action and really give it some thought, so.
0: I will also say that sometimes your thinking can change over time around refunds and that's okay too. When I was primarily private coaching and only group coaching a little bit, I was a lot more open to negotiating refunds and talking with people, and I worried about it a lot. And I would say that even though we often had contracts, you know, if someone brought up an issue or something or needed a contract extension or something else, I was always willing to talk to them about it. But my thinking has changed a little bit over time, and the main reason is because. You know, the business has just gotten so big between the Revolutionary Club and Coach Pony, and I don't private coach anymore. I do group coaching primarily in online programs, or actually, I should say extensively, exclusively (laughs) group coaching in online programs. And so I'm now stricter because of the volume of uh, people we do through all of our different programs. We just can't have different rules based on someone's specific, unique situation, so to prevent someone from asking for a refund and or being unhappy when they do ask or if they ask for a refund, um, we try to do a couple things we have our terms and conditions for every program clearly on the website and on the checkout page and on enrollment page we have it as well and we make sure that we make people agree to it before they're able to purchase and then on major big programs i also put the refund policy inside the program itself so people can view it at any time and then on top of that we create scripts so we don't actually get a lot of refund requests, thank goodness. But when you're, you know, working with hundreds and thousands of clients a year, you will get some. It just, it is what it is, and it's normal, and it happens. So to help my team and myself, um, you know, we created a couple of scripts, uh, and just if someone, you know, says what's the refund policy, or I'm not sure what's going on, we just cut and paste in Zendesk, a really quick script for them. So my, um, my assistant handles that, one of the team members on the customer service side, and she'll just take care of it. And by doing that, I've been able to really lessen the stress. You know, if I had to deal with everyone's refund request on a case-by-case basis, it would be so difficult and so stressful for me. So I found as a business owner, you know, we just apply everything equally. We write the terms very thoughtfully. We put them as many places as possible so that people can see it. And then we expect people to be adults. So if you sign up for something, I expect you, if the terms are publicly available to you, to have read them. That's on you, not on me. And if there's something massive that happens, like the pandemic, COVID was a huge, massive thing. Then we might step back and look at our terms again and see, you know, what do we want to do to help people out? What can we change? In which case we'll do the same thing. We'll update the terms and then we'll write a script. So, that when people write in, we've got something and immor- no one is stressing about it. It's just, you know, it is what it is. Um, and so, that's one thing that's really changed. I'm far less tailored than I used to be because when you're operating at scale, you just can't be. It's just not how you can run a business. And it's not worth my time to stress out about it or have anyone on my team stressed. All right. So, you know, there's no right answer here. It can vary and it can change over time. So, where you land today on your refund policy for whatever programs you're offering, might change depending on if you change your programs or how your views change or how your business changes. And that's okay. So no worries, no stress. It's all about what feels good to you in the moment. And of course, starting with something in writing on some format so that you at least have a baseline to
1: start with. Bobby, should we do some homework? Let's do homework. I, I love the idea that we're giving real action items. Yes.
0: Before we talk about homework, let's just talk about what has brought us this podcast today. And today, the podcast is, of course, brought to us by Chocolate and Build a Real Business. And the chocolate that I want to feature today is Chow. It's T-C-H-O. They're 70% dark chocolate, which I view as just basically medicinal is uh, fabulous. It's not too bitter, uh, but not too sweet. And you can break it apart so you can kind of have a small piece at a time and also build a real business, which is our Coach Pony program all about how to build a coaching business full of happy paying clients. It comes with training. It comes with live support. You can talk to me and um, just really get the help you need for your business. And so if you're interested, if you're struggling, if you don't know what to do next, if you're overwhelmed, please make sure to invest in your business skills and not just your coaching skills and come on over to coach. Coachpony.com to learn more about how we can help you. So, Bobby, let's dive into
1: the homework. Homework number one is check your contract. Make sure that it's very clear and very succinct as to what you see is fair when a client or if a client decides that they want to refund.
0: And feel free to update it if you learned something from us today that's helpful for you. Second, ask yourself is this where I want to put my energy? So just think through if a situation arises and at some point it will, is this where I want to put my energy? And then there's no wrong answer. Just figure that out and make your decision accordingly. And I want to also add, when you get a refund request, congratulations, that is a rite of passage as a business owner, Yay. you will almost certainly never be able to make it in your entire life cycle of your business without at least someone requesting a refund either because they couldn't read or didn't read or um, maybe it just says their situation changed and, um, you know, and they just needed to go a different way or whatever reason it is. So view it as a milestone, welcome it when it happens. And it'll make your life easier if you have some clear guidelines. and ground rules in your contract and also mentally with what feels good for you so you don't have to stress over these things for too long. I find if you can just make whatever decision and then move on, make a decision and move on. Again, no wrong answer here. Whatever feels good for you.
1: Any last words of wisdom, Bobby? I want to accentuate that idea about choosing to put your energy either in the business part and saying, I I really need you to uh, respect our contract or in the life part saying, I really need to get rid of this just to be happier and let it go. Yeah. You shouldn't have to lose sleep over this kind of thing.
0: That concludes this episode of season five, Dear Coach Pony. Join us for some more tea-infused, Bridgerton-themed episodes where we tackle your most burning coaching questions. And we are so excited to get into it with you. And you're more than welcome to submit a question over on our contact us page over at coachpony.com, and maybe we'll answer it on the podcast. So have a wonderful rest of your day, morning, evening, everyone. And we will see you in the next episode as always, thanks for listening. I appreciate you. If you like this episode, don't forget to subscribe and share it with another coach. And if you need more practical business help for the love of chocolate, please go to coachpony.com and sign up for a free guide and business training designed to help you get paying clients. We'll see you over at www.coachpony.com.